welcome to the second podcast for the Insurance 2025 event. My name's Scott McGee and I'm here with James Daly, who is the founder and managing director of Fairer Finance. Thank you very much for joining us, James. Hello. Thank you. Uh, so we'll start off with just a bit of background on yourself. So can you give us just um, like a bit of background on Fairer Finance and what, what you guys do over there? Yeah, so Fair Finance has been going for a little over four years um, and we do ratings first and foremost that try and help customers look beyond price when they're choosing things like insurance. Um, so we have customer experience ratings based on polling, complaints performance, how transparent an organisation is and then we also do product ratings which are a bit more akin to the kind of de facto star ratings. Um, and then beyond that we do a lot of work with insurers helping them be more transparent helping them communicate more clearly uh, and helping them sort of understand how to have a, a better culture that treats customers fairly. Um, and then finally, uh, we do a bit of campaigning and advocacy work and, and recently ran a campaign to, to bring regulation to the prepaid funeral plan sector, um, which uh, we were really pleased to see the government responded to and, and has opened a consultation to do just that. Okay, great. Um, so you're speaking on one of our panels at the Insurance 2025 event. Uh, what will you be addressing the audience uh, at the event? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess this is looking at the kind of regulatory um, potential over the next few years and, and where there are uh, concerns as technology evolves in this area. And, and I think there are a lot of emerging concerns already. Uh, I mean, I think back to the story last year where um, Admiral was exposed to sort of looking at trying to use people's Facebook feeds to um, to, to feed into their pricing of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that that broad theme of of big data and how it is used in the insurance industry uh, will be at the core of what I want to talk about because uh, I don't think at the moment we have the right regulatory framework, the right consumer protection framework to ensure that that we get fair outcomes. Everybody is experimenting. We're in a very competitive market. People are always looking for an edge. And at the moment, from a legal and regulatory perspective, it is pretty much fair game to use whatever you want to use to price insurance on, mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're not in breach of equality acts and so on. Um, but, but there are a lot of odd decisions already sort of taking place in, in insurance. And I think we're sort of moving further away from, from a world where pricing is fair uh, and, and a very long way from the origins of insurance, which was about pooled risk and it's all paying into a pot uh, you know now it's uh, insurance at a reasonable price for a group of people that tick the right boxes um, and then insurance at a very high price perhaps not even insurance at all for people that don't fit into those boxes and, and I think you know that is the the main concern as this market evolves can we ensure that we don't exclude groups um, or, or treat certain groups of people unfairly um, and, and you know where are the boundaries because at the moment as I say that there aren't really any clear boundaries being drawn. No because um, there was a story came out not too long ago about uh, an insurer um, discriminating on a person's domain uh, on their email so so do you think there could be more regulation in terms of that because um, obviously there's already regulation you know insurers can't discriminate on rape, uh, uh, gender um, so that's that's a good step, but could there be more? 
Absolutely. I mean, I personally, I'd like to see a full inquiry into insurance pricing um, at a government level because I think it is a public policy issue uh, and I, I'd like to see us having a debate as a society around what we think it is reasonable for insurers to use. Mm. You know, there are already so many anomalies in insurance pricing. Um, you know, For example, you will pay more if you are involved in an accident that wasn't your fault uh, for your car insurance. Well, you know, that is based on statistics mm-hmm. uh, and it speaks to the fact that in most cases there is not... Uh, complete liability with one of the parties you know it'll be maybe 95% one person's fault 5% the other Um, but what about those situations where it really is 100% the other person's fault it it surely isn't fair that that the other party is completely innocent ends up seeing their premium rise as a result and and there are so many examples like that And, and if we start to go down this sort of route of using all the big data available you know and, and going back to that admiral example you know sc- scrolling through facebook feeds to see what people get up to on a friday night i i, I think mm-hmm. that um you know that, that's pretty alarming um and and certainly not fair and transparent i mean already in the world of telematics uh you know you've got these black boxes in the back of people's cars which are monitoring the way they drive but no one's quite sure how that translates into pricing at the end of it. And, you know, you're not in a position where you can take the data that, that is collected in that black box and go to another telematics insurer and say, look, here's my driving history. What do you think? You're kind of trapped in with that telematics provider and you're beholden to them to interpret that data fairly. So, um, you know, th- these are some of the emerging issues that are, that are coming up in the insurance world from the technological advances that we're seeing. So. So when it comes to those technology, um, those advances uh, such as telematics, and you say that uh, people don't know how it translates into the pricing, could insurers or telematics uh, specialist companies, you know, some brokers are specialists in telematics, uh, could they do more to tell their clients or um, or policyholders how that information is trans- translated into the pricing? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, that's where we need to be heading here is to a world where customers understand exactly what is going into their price and how all the different factors uh, have an impact. Mm. Um, You know, whereas at the moment it, it is all happening in a black box. Uh, you know, literally in the case of telematics, but sort of figuratively um, across the rest of the market as well. Uh, and you know, customers are also getting penalised for trying to work it out themselves. Yeah. So if you start playing around on a comparison site and changing the variables, uh, after a while, you know, the algorithm sort of being sent back to the insurer will be, well, this guy changed that answer three times, so maybe they're a fraudster. Let's just put their price up um, to cover ourselves. Um, you know, and, and that's not necessarily fair either. So, yeah. so it, it isn't a market that is, that is shaped to to help consumers make the best choice for them at the moment. And, and that's why I think we need uh, this kind of national debate on on what is fair uh, uh, to price on. So, there's been some criticism um, lately from certain members of the industry. Uh, I believe uh, Beaver and the ABI have, have both said that the FCA's Uh, regulations are too big and um, they've actually shown me uh, how much regulation there is and it's a it's a big pile of paper uh, and you know that's that's how much it is is there how do you respond to the criticism that there may be too much regulation already and that 
um, we don't need any more. Well, look, I mean, you know, the, the regulatory rule book is large, um, but insurance is incredibly complicated. And, you know, unfortunately, even with the regulatory framework that we have, insurers have shown that, you know, as an entity, as an industry, they can't be trusted to make decisions that are always in the interests of their customers. So, you know, if the case is that we should have less regulation, the industry needs to show that, that it can live with that. You know, uh, what I think has been most interesting in, from a regulatory perspective over the last kind of 10 or 15 years is the introduction of the principles of regulation, you know, treating customers fairly. Mm. I'd be quite happy with a world where, you know, a lot of the rule book went to the side and insurers were governed by the principles of treating customers fairly. But what we've seen in practice is that companies struggle to interpret that. Mm -hmm. They're not honest about the tension between shareholders and customers' interests. Uh, And in the end, you know, that that they do whatever they can to maximize the bottom line. And, you know, I'm sympathetic to insurers. These markets have become increasingly competitive over the last 10 or 15 years since comparison sites have come along. And a lot of them can see that they're being forced to do things, change the way they price uh, in ways that they don't feel particularly comfortable with. But but it's their only option because everybody is doing it. And if they don't do it, they can't really afford uh, to stay in the market. They won't write new business if they don't write it at that very competitive price. So we do need regulatory intervention. We need more regulatory intervention than we have. Maybe there are bits of the existing rule book that can be rationalized. Uh, you know, Maybe there are regulations that, that are pointless. I mean, I can think of a few for sure. Um, you know, but... Uh, I think that sort of old argument that the regulator, you know, is too heavy-handed, and here's the number of pages. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that's a bit outdated, and it's never going to be the argument that wins the day. You know, you need to show how the industry can work responsibly in a different framework. And right now, this is the framework we've got, and even within that, the industry doesn't act particularly responsibly. So it's a case of these insurers have been forced to evolve because that's how the market's going and you know they if they don't then they get they're at risk of being left behind yeah and, and uh, you know as I say I'm sympathetic to that you know there are lots of good companies out there that really want to do the right thing want to put the customer first uh, but the price competition has meant that something's got to give either you're going to make additional income from fees or charges or worse still mm-hmm. by turning down as many claims as you possibly can um, you know or you're going to have to shed elements of cover put excesses up you know one thing that we've noticed over the last couple of years in particular is on home insurance policies everybody now has escape of water excesses that are 350 pounds rather than 250 pounds 10 years ago i don't think there even was an an additional escape of water excess you know Mm -hmm. everyone is trying to find ways to save a bit of money on their book Uh, and so if you follow the way things are going to the kind of logical end game uh, it is a market that works even less well for customers you know you you pay for something that isn't really worth the paper that it's written on and so we need to find ways of reversing that I mean it's one of the reasons that, that we set it up as a business in the first place was to try and draw more attention to quality so that you know co- companies could start to compete on things other than price um, so in the future um, with how things are going and obviously new new technologies new insure techs are coming are coming emerging all the time who would be the ones regulating that 
that technology and uh, that outcome? Would it be the FCA or would it be something else, someone else? I think it has to be the FCA, I mean, uh, first and foremost, but of course the ICO has a role in terms of uh, the data side of things, how data is collected and data is used. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as I say, I mean, I think that there is a public policy debate, you know, which probably has to come, you know, out of uh, the Department of Business or, or the Treasury um, t- to take a look at what is a, a reasonable way to price insurance in this country. Um, and finally, why should attendees come to Insurance 2025? Well, you know, these are really important issues. They are going to shape the future of the industry. Uh, and, you know, if the industry is not doing the thinking now and finding ways to lead regulators and government to an outcome which is good for them and good for the consumer, they will have it done to them. Uh, And I think that is what um, the financial service industry has been poorest at in the past, that it, it, it can't get to the answers quick enough and then it ends up with regulation being imposed on it and it's not very happy with that. So we can see the warning signs, we can see the changes. You know, the industry needs to come together, discuss these issues and try and work out solutions before those solutions are worked out for them. Okay, great. James Haley from Fairer Finance, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you.